Hi, and this is Elliot Fishman, and let's finish the third part of this talk, and this will be the final part on visualization, and just make some points relating to visualization beyond the coronary arteries. So the first one, a couple points related to stent patency. Again, cardiac CT is being used frequently now to evaluate stents. It's going to be a very good application with spatial resolution and temporal resolution uh, improving. You see the stent very nicely in the LAD here, but you recognize that you're not really saying is the stent patent or not. So volume rendering can show you the stent well, but it's not looking inside the stent. MIP obviously cannot look at a stent. If you want to look inside the stent looking for restent stenosis, you need to use a curved planar reconstruction. And that's true with any stent, not just coronary artery stents. It's true with stents in the uh, carotids or renals or mesenteric vessels. Use your curved planar reconstruction, and you can see it in that case, and you can see it in this case as well. As long as stents are over three millimeters, I think we do a pretty good job. And again, nice visualization. In this case, a stent, a little over three millimeters, nicely shown to be patent. Another use of cardiac CT where visualization is critical is in bypass graft patency. So here's a nice example where we see the bypass grafts. You can see the buttons where they're hooked up to the right and left circulation. Again, very nicely the 3D display showing you the orientation, how, for example, that left-sided graft will go over the pulmonary artery, how the right-sided graft will drop anteriorly. Uh, this information can be used in select cases for a number of things, including revision surgery. And here's just two more perspectives of that. Again, with the graph, we want to look for its origin and uh, where its uh, distal point is, looking for any potential stenosis there or in the course of the vessel so we can roll and scroll in 3D looking at the vessel. And of course, we can use the curved planar reconstruction for laying the vessel out as well, which is nicely shown in this image as well as in this set of images. So again, when I'm looking at the bypass graphs, combination of volume rendering and curved planar reconstruction work very nicely. Here's an example of a patient who had a bypass graft, a REMA, right internal mammary graft, and you can see that it was done because this was a child who had an aberrant uh, origin of the right coronary artery, but you can see in looking for the REMA, you don't see it. The vessel's not there, all you see is the clips. When internal mammary grafts fail, typically they become atretic, and all you see are the clips. And unfortunately, in this case, that's what happened to this patient. So this is a failed graft with a very nice visualization. Once patients have had cardiac surgery and they need redo procedures, sometimes CTA with cardiac imaging is very critical. So in this patient, the question was, the patient had now developed a type A dissection they needed to repair, the patient had prior coronary artery bypass surgery, where are the coronary arteries? Can they do a medial stenotomy or do they need to do something else? And you can see here the sutures from the prior medial stenotomy. You also notice in the background the buttons where the anastomosis for the grafts are. And when you look carefully and pull the bone away, you can see the two grafts, but it's that graft on the right. Uh, by the way, look at that upper graft right down to the level of the section. You can see the graft on the right really comes medially and literally sits directly behind the sternum. So it can be a significant problem, obviously. If they were going to operate on this patient, you would not want to be doing a classic medial approach. And you can see that very nicely from these renderings. So again, very, very important. 
The last thing I'll comment on will be some of the aortic valve evaluation. Uh, this will become a big application in CT, particularly once we routinely use motion imaging, and we've written on that, uh, some work developed by Derek Nye on 4D imaging, the ability to look at the full morphologic and functional potential of cardiac CT data sets, the ability to look at the aortic valve, in this case closed, and in this case the valve being open, and then going beyond simply looking at static images, but going to the valve opening and closing. So that becomes a very critical application and in this patient you can see that we're looking at a normal valve opening and closing uh, and in this next patient we're going to look at a bicuspid valve with significant calcification. When you have this calcification you can see the valve uh, is super calcified in this case you can see the patient has a lack of motion classic aortic stenosis this patient will get an aortic valve replacement and another example, here's a case where the patient's um, valves very nicely shown there, markedly calcified, and here it is in 3D rendering again, where there's extensive calcification and aortic stenosis. It's not just the native valves, and again, you can see in these cases when I'm showing you the valves moving, I'm typically doing volume rendering. Here's a patient who's had a St. Jude's valve placed. Image on your left, the valve is closed. Image on your right, the valve is open. And then we can look at this patient and actually see the valve opening and closing. So again, going beyond static imaging is so much more powerful. In terms of looking at the valve beyond calcification, in this patient who is an IV drug abuser, you can see vegetations on the valve very nicely shown. And oh, by the way, this patient who was super lucky besides that vegetation also had this benign cardiac tumor projected in the left ventricle. So I think concluding... Hopefully I've shown you the importance of the visualization techniques, the importance of using all the techniques all the time, and how workflow can really be optimized. Uh, it's important to recognize whether you're using simply coronary artery stenosis imaging or looking at valve replacements or bypass grafts. Each of these skills is very critical. So 3D visualization is truly a critical part of CT angiography, especially in cardiac imaging and post-processing will define your true success in cardiac imaging. Again, the basics, scan the patient correctly and analyze the data with post-processing correctly. And with that, I'll wish you a nice day.